Prime 5 Podcast. You do everything for a reason, right? For a purpose. If you have a reason or a purpose behind everything, you'll actually like do it. How you do one thing is how you do everything. But here's the thing like with partying is that there's an inherent risk to it that I don't think a lot of people are considering when they go out and do it. You shouldn't really try to assign a good or a bad to things. And just everything that happens, you're like question it and just continue on without like trying to tie some kind of belief or some kind of emotion to it. Just like the fact that like how fragile life actually is. Let's go. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Prime 5 Podcast. Yes, Max, Max is dead. Yeah, Max isn't able to join us for the start of this episode for uh, personal reasons. <laughs> he, should, he should be back shortly, so we're just going <laughs> to commence without him for the time being. Anyways, how was your week, Zach? <laughs> uh, for context, this is take two of this episode. No, it's not. It's take one. It most definitely is take two. Take one. <laughs> We've never recorded anything up until this moment. We're actually recording on a Tuesday instead of our regular Sunday recording. On a Tuesday. The boys had a long weekend. We were morning. all dead. Yeah. And none of us could handle talking properly. So we, we kiboshed it. Some of us more than others. Hey, Daniel. Max. How <laughs> was your week, bro? We, like last week? Yeah. It was honestly pretty solid. I um let's pull up the schedule to see what see what went on. I had a lot of quotes what, last week. It's like stuck out to you. What's one thing that's st- that stuck out to you? I feel like Skyler's trying to lead you somewhere here. No. Honestly. Oh, okay. <laughs> the thing that stuck out to me last week was a great sales week. That was the biggest um yeah. Biggest thing that stuck out. Yeah. It was came in clutch on Friday. I actually got a locked down a couple big jobs, which was nice. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, it was just the overall pretty solid week. Had a couple of realizations that were were pretty big for me. Just about um, you know, my overall time management and being present with the important people in my life. Rochelle and I had some really good talks. I kind of realized some some of my weak points and things I need to work on. Yeah, you don't call me much anymore, <laughs> dude. Bro, I haven't called anyone. That's what I'm. That's kind of what I'm touching on, honestly. Um, no, she she brought up some really good points to me um, when we we had a pretty deep discussion, and you know, she kind of made me realize is that I've just gotten I've fallen into the same trap I have in years prior, where I've maybe not quite to the same extent, but I've just gotten so so lost in the weeds of the business, and I've just um, my priorities have totally shifted. You know, obviously, I understand they have to shift a little bit in order to make the business work, but it's it's shifted an unhealthy amount to the point where, um, you know, we weren't communicating on the level we needed to, or spending enough time with one another. So, mm-hmm. we yeah, we had some really good talks about that, and definitely gonna be making some some changes in that regard. But can we actually so- just talk about that as a group? I feel like that's a really important conversation to have for like all of us, honestly. No, oh, dude, uh, I fucking yeah. that that was my whole focus this year was trying to have balance and yeah, like yeah, even sure. like it just fell apart like basically. I can, yeah, I can kind of talk about like yeah, I'd like to hear it. Like, you've been let's hear it, dude. So, like a lot of the thing was, you know, she was feeling like, you know, we we weren't really having enough conversation and talking about about deep things. You know, like like she's she's a pretty you know, big conversationalist and 
I'm sure as you guys know, you know, I'm not the like, like, yeah, I like talking to you guys, but I'm not the, you know, sitting one on one with someone. I'm sure as Max knows, I'm not the most talkative guy in the world. Dude, I don't <laughs> know. Our conversations were fucking amazing. There were, there were like multiple times where I feel like you're uncomfortable with silence because we'd have like a moment of silence. I'd be like, okay, cool. We're just going to vibe in it. And you'd be like, so, um, how's this thing going? <laughs> but like, no, yeah, I, I, I don't just, know, man. You're yeah, good. I'm trying to get better with it. But, um, but regardless, she, you know, she just wanted to have more conversations with me and just like actually talk about our lives. And she really kind of made me think back on things. And like, I just hadn't been doing that. Cause you know, I work all day, get back from work. I'm tired as fuck. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I don't really want to, you know, talk about anything like just, It'd be basic, super basic surface level dinner talk. And then, you know, it just wasn't really strengthening our relationship. We also weren't really doing things together just because I was always so tired after work. Um, yeah, I, more or less, I just wasn't giving a relationship enough time. And I think that one thing that played a factor in that as well is that because we've gotten Boone, um, like my cat, it's... I've kind of almost been using that as an excuse to justify not spending as much time with her, if that makes sense. Cause mm. I'm, I'm always like, I'm it's all the way it was in my head is like, Oh no, if I'm not there, like Boone's there, you know, like we like, she has something to spend time with. So although that wasn't like a totally conscious thing I was doing, it was something I was unconscious that I was kind of like justifying to myself for um giving myself an ex- excuse to work more oh you're evaluating the connection between the two as the same yeah like i was almost using boone as a substitute for myself yeah even though that those are entirely different yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. of course yeah, yeah, yeah. so she made me realize that too because she's like she's like yeah getting boone is great but that doesn't mean that you can't be here and i was like that's very fair huh. so yeah, I've just come to realize that my initial goal of, you know, balancing and spending time with my you know, people I care about totally flew out the window. And like Rochelle's extremely supportive of me trying to trying to hit all my business goals. She, you know, she always wants me to to prioritize that. But at the same time, like it was just getting to a point where it was unhealthy and also borderline unproductive because I was just you know, like see, bro. Yeah. Doing a lot of busy work. So did you, did you like, if that being your intention, your goal for this year, did you ever put any plans together? Like, do you ever book anything ahead of time? No, I didn't. Almost, and that's yeah. why, that's, that's why, why I didn't work. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, found the same thing happened to me. I found it for myself this year. I just, I knew that it was going to be a bit of a whirlwind. So like, as you guys know, I was doing like those dance classes and like spike ball beach volleyball shit like that like i on purpose made sure that each week there was at least something that was going on that was at least like a one-time a commitment for that reason and another practice i started doing too which i've been finding really helpful even of friends not just like in relationship but um is soon as i say like i want to try something or do something not for everything but I just try to like go into my calendar randomly, like in advance when I know I'll have like more space and time and I'll just like put it in my calendar. And it actually, it happened one weekend where it was in the middle of winter and Sam and I were talking about wanting to go horseback riding and like she brought it up 
And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like I know, like I used to live on a acreage where they were, we used to horseback ride all the time. So I literally just went into my calendar for like a random month in June and then just put like on the weekend horseback riding for the weekend or like for that day. And then I like totally forgot about it. It came up, like saw it two weeks prior. So then, like I called my old neighbors and they're like, oh yeah, come over, have a fire, hang out and everything. And we went horseback riding. It was sick. Yeah, I think like that's awesome. But I, th- I think, you know, with spending time with those people that are important to you, it's something that kind of just so easily goes overlooked as something you need to schedule. Because mm-hmm. the way I think about it, at least, is always, like, you know, of course I'm going to want to spend time with that person. Like they're super important to me. But then when push comes to shove, you know, when it's not in the, the calendar, it a lot of the time just doesn't get done. Right. And, and then when it comes down to whether there is time for that, it's after, you know, I've squeezed out as much, like all my energy throughout the day. So I got nothing left to give. Mm-hmm. So by the time that I actually get to Rochelle at the end of the day, I'm not giving her a, a good version of myself and giving her like the part of me that is dead and wants to go to sleep. Yeah. I think uh, another thing too, that goes underlooked as well is on the con like uh, taking advantage of the people around you in a sense. And whether you, are not thinking actively about it or if you are if you're going throughout your day you're probably like okay well who's who wouldn't who wouldn't forgive me for not showing up is it my client is it my painter is it my goal for sales or is it Rochelle and more than likely that answer a lot of the time is Rochelle will be the one that could forgive me and would continue to forgive me because she loves me so it's easy it's easy to be like next time was two really important things. Uh, one of them, Jordan Peterson, I believe, mentions. He says that you need to spend a minimum of ninety minutes per week within your relationship on like a high level of communication or doing something with your significant other, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a fair amount of time. Like that's that's a decent chunk of time that you should be spending with them. That I feel like most of the time I'm not always doing that. And then the other one was. Um, that you have the responsibility to give the same level of energy to your significant other as you do to new people, strangers, people you're trying to, you know, work with, clients, that kind of stuff. You you have that same responsibility to give them that same amount of energy, which is almost impossible. Like if you think of yourself as a meal and you're going throughout the day and everybody's just taking a piece of this meal and eating everything, by the time you get home, you're just crumbs on a plate. And that's what you're giving to the person you care about the most. That's a really good analogy. Yeah. Mm. Do you I find? Just... Oh, so sorry. Keep I was just gonna say it made me feel like just terrible because it. I was just getting so lost in the in running the business and whatnot that it wasn't even something that I was aware of. You know, like I feel like. I'm not the most observant person on a good day. So when I get so tied up with something, you know, it just makes it like, I didn't even, I had no realization that this was even happening until she brought it to my attention. And then when I really processed it, I was like, Oh my God, like, what have I, you know, what have I been doing here? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. I just thought of the time when you talked about walking away from the stove. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> No, I, no, I mean, it, it's good, at least that she feels 
comfortable enough to bring that to you and to have that discussion and to be like open with you about her needs because that's important because some women won't express those needs they'll let it bottle up and then it'll become a problem or they'll fight with you it's not like a discussion right so that shows that you do have a healthy relationship in itself um but yeah it's super important i mean even i you know, at the beginning of the year, Megan and I were doing a weekly call every Sunday and then things started to kind of dwindle with the business and I had to put in extra effort. And so the first thing that kind of fell apart was like my Sundays. I stopped spending that time with my family and doing quotes instead and pushing work into Sunday and just like took that time away from them. And, mm-hmm. you know, luckily I was able to kind of explain that I needed to do that and they respected those those wishes. But, you know, it is it is a hard ask to to be like, hey, like I'm going to be very selfish right now. There is also, I think, something to be said, though, about, like, commitments that you tell yourself are important to you and, like, when you start them. Because let's say, um, like, for myself, I'm going to use the example of going to the gym. If I say, oh, I'm not going to start working out consistently right now because I'm in, like, the peak of my business and I'm super busy, I'll start it when I have more time. That basically says the president that if I ever get busy again, that thing is going to be the first to go. However, if you start it when you're the most busy, then you're basically telling yourself that like, no matter what, this is important to me and this is going to be getting done. Yeah, that's also that's a very good point. So. Yeah, yeah I, last night I actually, it was sweet. I, I like that you say that, Max, because I, this is, I went longboarding for the first time finally, actually, last night. I haven't gone all summer yet, haven't busted it out. And I was just hanging out alone. And I'm like, oh, got to get out there. And it was like, I had a pretty long day too. I got up at like six to get some stuff done before DM call. And then um, went out, it didn't get home till like eight. So just like a good, good day at work. It was awesome. But I got home, I was pretty tired. And I felt kind of antsed up and wanted to go do something. So um went for like a nice like 45 minute ride and it was like it was just sweet honestly and i just felt so like need to prioritize those kind of things again Mm -hmm. yeah yeah zach and i were kind of chatting about relationships on the on our drive up to to moose jaw i'm like that's something that i didn't even like i didn't even consciously think about but it is like there's almost like, I don't know if gratefulness is the right word, but there's like, there's definitely a big trade-off of time and energy when you have a relationship um, and are trying to achieve a lot of things like within the business world. And obviously you get like a lot back and a lot um, kind of improvements from the business as well from what I've seen. But like, um, I am almost kind of in a fortune situation where right now, like literally the only thing I need to focus on is uh, just self-improvement and like business and like there's not as many relationships i need to manage like that are you know like a person i live with or something like that i completely disagree with that to be honest with you in what way say your point again just so i make sure i heard that right before i before i say my piece what was the point again behind not having someone like a really like as many relationships to manage yeah because basically i feel like every single relationship requires a certain different a certain level of input like the the amount of inputs, time, and energy you'd have to invest in, let's say, um, a friend would be very different than 
a partner that you're living with and have like intentions of being with for the rest of your life. Like, I feel like, um, maybe I'm wrong, but I, in my, the way I view it is I think there is a different time commitment and energy commitment there. And I was just saying like, in a sense, I'm fortunate of not having that because like I can divert a lot more of that energy into just making as much money as I can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. I don't, I don't know if I like the word fortunate. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the way you're yeah, delivering yeah, yeah. so I, I get your point. Okay, I understand now better. And I think to go deeper into that, um, well, like let's just talk like a very simple form of it first. Like, why are there payroll events in student works and why are there community things like company Zoom calls or why are we all part of like a Patreon group? It's to have friends and different perspectives for people to be able to get around each other, fire each other up, motivate each other make you think a different way, get you out of a slump, whatever it might be, right? And I think of the right friends and family relationships, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, you can use those things to make you be a lot more efficient and effective with your time and push way better results. And I have seen that with, I mean, having you guys is all really good friends. Other people here in Edmonton that are good friends of mine with Sam and I see it as like, even it almost gives me like a time crunch. Like it's like, okay, like I would like to go do this at this time. So I need to be super effective with my time at this during this time. Like I don't need to have like, I, yeah, I don't think I need to explain it much further than that, but I, I find that that allows me to actually get a lot more done in a shorter amount of period than I, I thought I could originally. And I think when you have less commitment and less things that you have to work towards and do, you just, you, you fill the time, the time is going to get filled with something and you can't just be doing like optimizing your life and your, and your business and your, your, your person 24 seven. I just think you start to get negative returns after, after some time. And it's good to have other people to offer that to. You think you get negative returns from that? I think, I think there's diminishing I, returns for sure. Diminishing. Yeah. Diminishing for sure. The best analogy I can think of is if you have a wet towel and you wring the towel out, eventually like you can keep wringing the towel, but no more water is going to come out. And I think that's the best way that I can kind of put that into perspective. So by having like friends and family and loved ones and people that you can then allow you to put more water into that towel, you can wring more of it out. Brady, what do you think of the situation? Because I feel like you might have a good sense of it. Yeah, I was gonna Brady say Max might have the closest. I was gonna say, Max, you're being specific on a, a, a spouse, correct? Right, like a partner. Yeah, you're not. You're not saying friends in general. No, 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 not friends. And that's yeah, why I exactly. said like there's a distinction of how much energy and time. Okay, I didn't catch that part. Yeah, I was gonna say Daniel and Skyler. Like I know what they're saying. Um, I don't think that's what Max was meaning though. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm in the same situation as, as Max, you know, I, I choose to invest my time into other things rather than pursuing like a partner to get married potentially at, in this current state, in this current moment. Yeah. And I'm not saying like, oh, I'm so much no, better yeah, it's not because... bad. No, it's not <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's just what you choose to do. Like, 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 look at John. John's been amazing. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's good. He's doing this thing. I, I, I'm doing my own thing. Like Kyle's doing his own thing. Daniel's doing his. Scott's doing his. Zach's doing his. Max is doing his. Like everyone wants different things in life. So I guess it kind of depends on what you want. Um, I'm a true believer in like everything happens for a reason. And that it's like, 
it's never too late, of course, up to an extent. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it. So totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, like the conversation Zach and I were having is like basically right now, my commitments in terms of two other people outside of friends and family are fairly low. And like, mm-hmm. if I want to, you know, spend my entire day, every single day, just working and going to the gym and nothing else, or I want to just uproot my life and like move somewhere else, like nothing's stopping me. Whereas like, if you have someone that you're living with, like a partner, like there are, you know, that's a very different situation. You don't have those same. I completely numbers. understand what you're saying. There's a conversation that has to be had. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Like, I understand what you different. mean. Yeah. I, I thought what, so when I when it first came up to me just so you see like what I'm saying because I completely I agree with you 100 here honestly uh, I thought you were saying that there's a lot of like like you just you're kind of grateful that you're not being held back essentially is oh like, no 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 not at all got, got it got it okay yeah I think the I think the best way to phrase it is like you know you just have to think of a, like just a totally like a, another life that you're altering by the decisions that you make yeah because everything yeah everything that you decide well everything that like i decide ultimately you know affects rochelle's life as well so whenever i'm making a decision that's going to impact myself i have to you know have the discussion of what those impacts are going to be on her if they're positive or negative and then we have to kind of decide as a team what makes the most sense for you know for the collective yeah, like the example so, we were chatting about with like um if Zach got an amazing work opportunity like in Kelowna and he said I want to move there, like he couldn't just go and move there because that's what would be in his best interest cuz like he also has to consider like Rochelle's career and like wow, what Rochelle exactly. wants. So it's like a lot more to think about in that sense. To be fair, he could just fucking move there. There would just be consequences to the oh, end. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just, just wanted to, you know, just wanted, I wanted to make, make an important distinction. It's not that he's immobilized. It's just, you know, he's got to live with the results of that. So but there is, yeah, there is just a lot, like a little bit more to think about in, in those types of decisions. Obviously, you know, like the, like smaller day-to-day stuff you can, you know, go about similarly, but yeah, a lot of those are decisions and just like overall time commitments and whatnot. You have to, it's more of a team decision as to what, um, you know, what, what works the best. Totally. Mm-hmm. So it's actually, you know, you sound like you have one other thing to add there, Skyler. Oh no, I was just going to further on, like, I was curious what kind of action items you had figured out Zach for yourself and Rochelle moving forward instead of curiosity's sake. Yeah. Um, Conclusion. so I actually, I think, I think I was talking, I was talking to Max about this on the way out and he asked if we had a week, like a weekly date night and we didn't. So it's definitely something I'm going to be implementing. Um, I thought you were going to be like, so now we do. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm definitely going to put that in. Um, Zach just holds up the little ring, shows us. No, I was kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No. And then we're getting another cat. (laughs) Not a, not a chance. Um, no, I think so. Just it's going to come down to scheduling time and in, into the calendar to do things together because you know I've I've come to realize that well I was I've said you know multiple times I my attention span is not great you know I'm kind of scatterbrained so when I don't have things in my schedule the likelihood of them getting done is pretty fucking low so trying to get like at least one date night 
it doesn't have to mean you're going out somewhere, but even just, you know, watching a movie or like, you know, even fucking this weekend we're we want to go camping, but we're scared of what Boone's going to do. So we're going to set up our tent in the backyard and just sleep in the tent with Boone and see what he does. You guys so are like, yeah, we're just like just doing stuff like that together, but actually intentionally scheduling it is all that's really going to change because um you know it's not the fact that i I didn't want to do anything but i just wasn't intentionally scheduling it so it wasn't getting done well totally everybody wants to do everything exactly yeah so just implementing that i think is gonna be the biggest thing and same for her like she's i mean she remembers literally everything and she could run a schedule off of her mind so we are very different that way but um she's very understanding with my my scatter brain so she liked the idea of scheduling stuff nice zach can i um i want to just dive into something real quick we don't have to go too deep into here um but i think you should be careful with the labels you put on yourself um because i've noticed like this isn't even the first time before we've chatted you always say like yeah i'm very this way i'm very that way in like more of a negative context um, and I think that just like reinforces that and like makes you act in that way more. Whereas I think it might just be more beneficial for you to be like, yeah, like, you know, I've had struggles or I, I've had a challenges to overcome with like this particular thing. And I feel like that might just be overall beneficial for you in life. Or I exhibit these attributes or symptoms. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point. I like you almost did it again. No. Words out of power, oh. man. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> himself. No. It's but the thing that Brady say, was saying. Well, um, yeah, last episode, it's like what you or what you consume and what you say. It just constantly programs your mind. So it's just does, how do yeah. you program yourself. Yeah, like maybe Look, yeah. maybe the scatterbrain is a result of you believing that you're scatterbrained, and less that you actually are scatterbrained. Mm-hmm. Dude, hundred percent. Yeah, that's very yeah. that's very likely, honestly. Even the thing where you're like, I'm not great at conversations. It's like, yeah, you fucking are, man. We we drove together for what, like a collective of uh, 11, 12 hours. Like I had a great time chatting with you. <laughs> yeah, fuck. That's a good point. I mean, you and I are saying negative things about yourself. Conversation thing too, bro. You got to be your best <laughs> Stop friend. Stop being mean to yourself. Come on, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> you're bullying yourself. <laughs> Joe Zach's kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I honestly, I, I know we've talked about similar things in the past, but I, yeah, I hadn't really even noticed I was um, doing it to that extent, but. I, I think it comes off as like a, uh, you're, I, I understand where it's coming, like in a way it's like, you're trying not to come off, like you're trying to be, remain humble. And I think that's like a, it's a negative result of trying to stay a humble individual is you're actually just talking negatively to yourself and maybe you, you might it could also oh sorry sorry go on no i was gonna say it, it could you, you could just be saying it to be like i don't know what i'm trying to say i guess but i, I just i know I, you're i know what you're trying to say yeah um i think that might have a small role to play in it i do i do often think that you know when i i'm not sure this is the exact same thing but i think lots of times when you know, if an instance, if maybe someone on my team messes something up, I like to, well, I don't like to, but I tend to, um, you know, somewhat discredit myself saying like, oh, you know, I've done much worse than that. Or, 
blah, blah, just to make them feel better about the situation and make them realize that it's not as big of a deal as they think it is. So is that kind of what you're talking about? Like, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, it's just leadership. Um, I was also going to say, like, it could be a humbleness thing because you are a pretty humble guy. It could also be used as a justification in some instances, though, as well. Like, if you say, oh, like, I'm not making enough time for Rochelle, um, or I'm forgetting, like, to do these things with Rochelle, but that's just because I'm scatterbrained. That's who I am. It's almost like justifying of why Mm -hmm. you're not taking responsibility for getting those things done. Absolutely, yeah, and I... You know, if I'm putting these labels on myself, of course I'm going to fall into these tendencies because, you know, it's it's the way I'm thinking about myself. So, yeah, yeah. Stop putting negative negative comments with the word "I'm." That's so bad. Yeah, shit. Thanks, boys. Why don't you use positive things? Yeah, just be nice. Like I'm good at time management. I'm gonna figure out a way to make time for Rochelle. I feel like you should write that down, honestly, because we've we've talked to you about this a lot. Honestly, that should be like a like a something you see visually every day just so you can write that down when you wake up zach look at me and say i'm the best salesman in lethbridge i run the best painting coffee in lethbridge (laughs) but every morning you wake up you have the best brain in the world it's actually (laughs) i I was listening to this podcast a very long time ago or like last year at some point and it was i don't know to what extent like this actually works but (laughs) the lady was talking about like when you get up in the morning literally just walk over to the mirror and high five yourself and it's just like a feeling of like, yeah, you gotta clean that shit. mirror so much. <laughs> Break your mirror, bam! Yeah. <laughs> Bones yourself in the mirror, just punch your mirror. What's up? <laughs> but yeah, it's just the idea of like, um, I don't know, just you know, uh, like affirmation. No, yeah. I, I don't know affirmation, but just like being nice to yourself, like being proud of yourself, and I feel like that's something that uh, you have a lot of a lot of, I guess, area to, to advance on. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's, um, you know, now that you, now that you mentioned, I don't really think of all the, you know, the positive you know, attributes nearly as often as the negative <laughs> ones get, you know, come into my mind. So yeah, that definitely is not a very, very healthy thing to continue doing. Yeah. And I also find like for myself personally, if there's like, if I talk to myself in a certain way or judge myself about certain things, it's much more likely for me to start kind of having that leak over into my relationships with other people as well. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah, that's a great point actually. Yeah. Daniel, what were you going to say? Uh, well, actually just cause we were talking about, it, I kind of want to circle back to, um what zach was talking about and this is kind of the question that was sitting on the tip of my tongue when we were in the the weekly ballers chat there um but i hadn't figured out how to articulate it and i think i've kind of put it together so um i'm going to monologue very briefly but i just kind of want to explain everything so you guys understand where this is coming from so you don't think i'm just like so the question basically is do you think if given the choice that you have a responsibility to hit your business goals if it is actively infringing on your personal happiness and the personal happiness of the people you love. And say one more time. Do you think if given if given the choice that you have a responsibility to hit your business goals, 
if it's actively infringing on your personal happiness and potentially the personal happiness of the people you love. And okay. the reason that this kind of came into my head is like, you know, last weekend I went and did my Spartan races and um, it was probably the most fun that I've had all year. And one of the things that made it a lot of fun was spending the Sunday doing the 5k with Megan and just like spending the time in the car together and going to and from the events and just like hanging out, but also like really challenging myself mentally and physically in something that wasn't related to my business and being able to spend time with like my significant other, because like basically all year long, like I had this, this like, Oh, I'm going to keep balance. I'm going to keep balance and everything's going to be good. And I'm going to, you know, maintain my family, my health and my business and everything's going to function. And then the moment that things got hard and I realized that I wasn't going to hit that goal for the business, I just fucking cut everything else. Like my tendency is to just literally sacrifice everything else in the pursuit of that one goal. And it feels very, very selfish to do. And what I've realized is, you know, most of this year, I haven't really said it, but I've been fucking miserable. Like, I've not been happy. Like, I have not enjoyed my life to the way that I want to. And I feel just disabled within my my personal life because I'm constantly like, the moment that I realize that I can't hit this one business goal, that becomes the only thing I can focus on. And I, it's just like this, like, it's just, yeah, it's just like this disabling, like thought process. And up until now, like I was just, it wasn't really on the radar. Like I was just like, Oh, like I just have to hit this goal. Like, you know, but I started thinking about it. I'm like, Hey, well, what is the goal for? And like, why does it have meaning for me? And I couldn't really figure that out beyond the monetary side of things and so for me it's like would you give up x amount of dollars to have a better relationship with your family or with your significant other or to have a better relationship with your health or to do things that you're actually passionate about and yeah over the last like eight to 12 weeks i hadn't really like i hadn't taken a weekend off i hadn't spent as much time with my family as i had in the beginning of the year i felt really disconnected i felt really tired not focused and just spending the last like weekend doing the Spartan race, just like, it was just, it was just so dope for like my relationship. Like it was fantastic. Like just like watching Megan do it too was really like inspiring for me. I was super proud of her that she could actually like go and fucking do this. Cause like, it's not a lot of people I think that could go and do it. And she was just like all smiles the whole time, just having a fucking blast and we're hanging out, we're laughing. And, you know, it was just like, I felt really connected with her in that moment. And I haven't felt like that in a long time. Hmm. That is Can so I ask you like a series of questions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I had the okay. same thing. Oh, okay. Well, do, you, do you want to go first, Max? No, 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 no. You go, you go, you go. Well, there's like a series, right? I got like three or four to ask. Uh, um, first question. Um, what resources, once you lose it, you can get more of it. And what resource, once you lose it, you can't get more of it. Time. No, so what's the first answer? Time. Like so so no, what resource when you lose it, you can get more of it. Oh, money. Yeah. And then the second one is time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, so that's a big play. Um and then another question is um, do you feel so you said you're you're you've been miserable. Do you feel you made the uh the right decision with where you're current like with your current position? I do. 
if I'm balancing it. The problem isn't necessarily what I'm doing, it's how I'm doing it. And I've only just kind of figured that out, which is why I wanted to talk to you guys about it, because I realized like that how I'm doing it just seems to kind of keep leading me down the same path. And then it's like I become aware of it and then I temporarily fix it. But the moment that things get difficult, I fucking go right back. Like it's like I revert back to the same systems. And I'm like, how do I break the chain and stop fucking doing that? Because I don't know what it is. But there's just some part of me that feels attached to the outcome in such a sense that if I I feel like I lose value as a human being if I don't achieve it. Yeah, it makes sense. I think a lot of people get into, into that, like getting attached to the outcome um, instead of just like putting in the work. Um, how do you want to live your life? Like, do you want to make the most money possible you can make or like do you want to enjoy every day or like do you want to be the best possible like like that that's the question i ask myself is how do i want to live uh, and hold on hold on um i think something to note though is like it doesn't have to be one or the other like you can make yeah. as much money as you can and enjoy every day it's like the ultimate goal, it's like uh brady texted me this though we were talking a couple of weeks is like you know at the end of the day like it's important that you enjoy the journey like if you're yeah. fucking <laughs> achieving all your goals but you're miserable like you know is that really life? Like you're pretty much suffering. So it's like, you can do both, but it's like, you know, yeah. Like Bray said, what kind of life do you want to live? I think I just want to spend my time doing things that I'm really passionate about. Well, that's the point of living is to live. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's the issue. Like the struggle that I'm having here is I really like running a business, but I don't really enjoy <laughs> painting. Like, and when it falls on me to like step in and have to like train people or fix problems or like go in, like if it involves me actually physically doing the painting side of things, that's when I'm just like, this fucking sucks. Well, who said you had to paint? Training people. I don't have anyone to like train new painters. And like my current team is just like, I have one good painter and then like one medium level painter and then two that like really need work. And then, you know, if I wanted to add another crew, of course I'd have to train them unless I hire people with experience. But even then you still have to kind of train them into the role a little bit. So like there's still some of that presence and it's not going to go away for at least the foreseeable future. It's something that will go away, I think, with scale. Yeah. It's hard to solve right yeah. away, but it definitely can be solved. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Because you yeah. might have to do some... I don't, I hate the word sacrifices. You might have to do some, like... Trade-offs. Short-term... Maybe trade-offs, like, some short-term, like... Set some short-term boundaries to do some, like, better long-term plays. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a tough one, because, yeah... Yeah, because you're setting up your business right now. And then yeah. it's not going like, to be like you said, it's not going to be like that maybe in a year, maybe two, maybe three, who knows? Like maybe maybe in six months, who knows? Yeah, and that's like the part that I'm battling with because I, I want to be passionate about what I spend my day-to-day like doing. And mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time being passionate within my business right now, especially just because like, you know, I've realized that a lot of the lack of confidence I have in my business right now is actually a lack of confidence I have in myself. And that's tough. What do you, that's okay. What do you, because on the outer shell, when someone looks at Daniel, or at least what you 
put out is a ball of confidence. Mm -hmm. So what, what does that look like internally for you, man? I'm confident in everything that isn't my business right now. Okay. Like as a human and my fitness, like my health, all of those kind of things, I'm very confident. But then, you know, you, given just the way that the business has operated this year, I've definitely like misjudged people. I've made wrong calls. I've not put in work when it needed to be put in and then had to make up for it. I haven't effectively trained my people to the best of my abilities and then only realized that way too late. And then had to like now I'm playing like recovery, you know, where I have to go back and fix these fuck ups and you know, there's just a lot of like, I just feel like somewhere along the way, like I got like fucking blinders on and I just miss shit. May I ask you a question, Daniel? Do you think, or to a better question, to what extent do you think you're honest with yourself? In regards to? Just everything. Pretty honest with myself, I would say. Like if, it, like if you're asked for like a percentage, probably like 90 because I think the way of you business is it, it's a great reflection, I guess, magnifying glass on personal problems. Like if you're, let's say, disorganized as a person, that's going to show up in your business. If you're bad at communicating, that's going to show up in your business. If you're insecure, that's going to show up in your business. So I think every problem that shows up in your business, it might to an extent be showing up in your personal life and you might have just like not seen it. And I've fallen victim to that a lot. And something that I've been trying to make a really big focus with myself of just being like brutally honest with myself about everything in my life where I'll be like, yeah, like I'm consistent with a gym. Some days I show up at 6 a.m. Some days I show up at 6.05 or at 6.15 a.m. So it's like, am I really consistent? So it's like just having that level of transparency with yourself where it's like, setting aside the judgment and like uncovering things in your personal life. Cause I feel like there might be some things that are carrying over that you might've not even kind of seen right away. Do you maybe have an example? I, I have That's something that I, I can kind of see at least just, I find that from what I've seen from you, dude, is your, your willingness to accept things this year seem to be like you just you accept life for what it is it seems more this year versus in your first and second year and what i mean by that is that you knew what the mission was and there was nothing stopping you to to get there and i know that upon doing all that you realize that it was a it wasn't sustainable obviously right like there needed to be more like it couldn't just be brute force the whole way to get you there and I I honestly just feel like there's just like a, a burnt out Daniel still inside of you that hasn't really been shaken after how tired you were after like that second year, to be completely honest with you. And I would agree with that statement. And yeah, like I, I, I don't think honestly the skill has changed. I just think like the, your ability to just like think clearly about like you just said, you feel like you got blinders on. I think just like your ability to think clearly about the business items that have to be done day to day are present. And to be honest, I, I think I could speak for myself, you and Max right now in a way where 
the three of us kind of realized in our businesses pretty recently within the last month being recently that our actions of the preseason have really fucked us over in a sense. And we're really having all three of us because all three of us are in the same boat where all of a sudden all of us Zach are well. me and him chatted about it. Like, okay, sure. sure but to, Hold be on. Fair, to be fair, ahead. four out of the five people on this podcast are not hitting their goals. Like just putting it bluntly. <laughs> and like, we're all responsible for that. Oh, and man, like, I met my goal. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I would say Zach's actually doing. Zach's doing all right. Good. Sorry. Right, right now. Like, I think. Were you on track on hitting your goal in the preseason, Zach? No, fuck no, no. Okay, pre-season. so yeah, that's what I'm. Okay, talking. I understand. Okay, oh, so what we can say yeah, is so far away, yeah. And 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 honestly, I I think that I'll just speak blindly for I'll break kind of the fourth wall here when I say this. I think a big piece of shit that I heard, at least from a lot of people who listen to us on this podcast, is that we say a lot of really great shit, but it would probably punch a little deeper if we actually had the insane results of what we talk about present and what we do. And that resonates pretty deep for me, especially if this year. And I think that we kind of lost touch of what actually made us successful, especially earlier on in the year. And I'll speak for myself. I was very complacent. I feel like I didn't actually get my fucking wheels turning until I came back from Mexico in March. And that's when I was like, okay, like I'm ready. Like let's, let's do my business now. And I was just asleep the couple months beforehand. And I, I honestly think something similar happened with, I mean, we're, we talk all the time. So obviously it's crept in with, with a lot of us. Right. So I think that's more or less what's happening. I, I don't think it's, there's really anything else. And I, I hope you don't see it as anything else. Cause I, for me, I see it as it's, you're still very capable, very talented. You are out there booking big jobs. You you're able to get big marketing pushes going. You've got, like things are going well, like you're doing your Spartan race. Like it's awesome what you're doing, but I think there's just a lot of creep from the beginning of the year that we're forgetting about with it now being almost August. And it's like, Holy fuck, it's August. And this is all I've done. And I think it's just become, it's like reality is kind of sitting in right now where are we going to make it to Mexico? Are we going to be financially sound where we wanted to be? And all those other questions. And I think it'd be really cool for all of us to use this, exact moment to push us into what next year could look like or the next month or the next day of our days of our lives. Right. But I I see that as a reoccurring thing among a lot of us here. I get everything that you just said, which leads me back to the question that I asked. Okay. Do you think if given the choice that you have a responsibility to hit your business goals, if it's infringing on your personal happiness and the potential happiness of the people you love? Yeah, I how I would answer that question is I'll just ask you a question. Do you think that if you had that level of commitment from day one, that there would even be a question about the happiness with your family and your fitness and other things? Well, I think I did have that level of commitment from day one. Okay. I have been grinding all fucking year. Like in the beginning of the year, my problem was not necessarily my level of commitment. It was you know, staffing, getting more people out there, getting things done, right? Like I was cold calling in fucking January. I cold called in January, February, March, April, May, until I had a fucking team. You know what I mean? The difference is like lead gen, you know, last year, most of my leads were in March. This year, most of my leads were in July, right? Like that's like a four hour time lag. It was just the 
inputs were good, but we didn't see the same level of results. Well, then, and if you're balancing question, all then. of these other things, like if you're balancing everything else that you care about, you can only fit those inputs in in various time slots. And then what I ended up doing to make the business successful is I gave up the other things that I cared about to then put in more of those inputs. So mm -hmm. I don't think like I don't to me that doesn't like that's not successful. Okay. To me, that's there's a problem there. Hold on, can we back up? Um, you said that like you feel like there hasn't been an issue with like the input side of your business, right? Like in the like leading up months. Speaking for me personally. For you. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think we should think back to that conversation we had where Brady just called you out after we were kind of circling around the situation where, you know, we were kind of giving you solutions of like, Hey, like, what if you do this with Morgan? What if you do that? And you kind of kept having some kind of excuse there. And I don't say excuse in like a way to attack you, but more in just like, you know, I feel like if you have a, not a desire, but a commitment to hit a goal, you will find every single way to do or every single input to hit that goal and it's like if you have certain excuses in your life where it's like oh you know i can't do this because of this then that's not not 100 percent on inputs that like does that kind Actually, of you're talking about just in a business like i think you just clarify you're being i think you're being too general right now like do you mean like all personal like business life like are you talking all goals in a collective circle or are you being specific about business goals right now Well, I think it could have, I was talking about business, but I think it can apply in all circles. Because then that just goes back to Daniel's question again, like in all honesty, I get to say it for him. Then I, I would just, like in the case of your question, I would just ask yourself what's going to have, you know, like a greater long-term impact on like the core values of your, of your being. Because like are you are you willing to take the sacrifice of potentially growing your business a little bit slower to have that higher quality relationship with your family like like brady said a while ago you know like when you lose money you can get more money when you lose time it's gone so i think that you oh fuck sorry that beat in the background i think you have to just just um like <laughs> really ask yourself um you know what's going to have a greater impact on yourself like are you going to be more negatively affected as a whole if you don't hit a business goal this year or are you going to be more neg negatively affected as a whole if you you know alter your relationship with your family and fiance right like what's what is going to compound into more of a negative effect if they are if it ends up being negative and last thing i'll say on that too dude i, I think another thing that's tough with it also is you did move to a different business with different branding and not as much of a presence which you learned this year too and i personally don't think you're going to experience the same amount of marketing hardships that you have next year and I've heard that from John, heard it from Sienna, maybe other ProWorks people have had that as well. And I mean, you could just look at the facts and numbers, like compare someone's web and office leads against yours who've done a similar amount of 
marketing efforts. And I think there's a lot to be said there. Like, I know you haven't gotten nearly as many of just natural leads coming in. It's and, almost non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> like it's <laughs> like I think there's leads coming in yeah. versus what we have to go and get. It might be 10 to like 90. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I, and to be fair too, like, look at like when like Keiko was the last person to do pro works here and she did majority commercial and like stratus that was like her main her main thing when she was here so you're you're playing the residential game in the neighborhoods that work for the student works people it's just a different game yeah it's a different game and i think you'll figure out that strategy so like if we put all things aside like i i think next year if you put the same effort in with more strategy i think you can have both I agree with them. I think there is definitely like trade-offs you still might have to make because you're trying to grow the business a lot right now and it's in its early stages, but I do think every year it will hypothetically get easier to balance the two. Um, Re-ask your question one more time. Um, Do you think if given the choice that you have a responsibility to hit your business goals, if it is actively infringing on your personal happiness and the potential happiness of the people you love? Yeah, so I think at the end of the day, you just need to like sit down and really think about what's important to you. As cliche as that sounds, like think about if you go down this path, what is your life going to look like in five to 10 years? And it's like, you probably have a fairly rough idea of what that's going to look like. Versus if you go down that path, what is that going to look like? And just choose the reality that you think you would regret the least. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like this is like a, those hilarious little Facebook videos and pictures of the guy mining for the gold. And like, I, I just feel like you're, you're so close to, to getting to that point, dude. And it's just a, it's just an experience thing, man. See, for and me, it's not a matter of like, I'm not going to give up. Right. I know that, yeah. but it's like, maybe we just do a little less. And I think that's, to- if that's all you're asking, then I agree. I think there's nothing wrong with that. Like, again, we've talked about, because I, I know like, if we if we go back, like I know the hype when you were student works operator was like, I want to be like a millionaire before I'm 40 kind of deal. Like that was like your like you had all these big like like whatever. And I I think that not that that's something that can't happen still by any measure at all, but that's still I, very much so on the table yeah, for sure. I just think sure. it's maybe you're thinking too much of that end game and doing it smaller and, and working your way up is still not a bad thing either, man. I just want to add to Skylar because I love what Skylar's saying. I think Skylar's also trying to say you're overestimating what you can do in one, but underestimating what you can do in 10 years. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The like, problem, I think yeah. No, yeah. that fucking, that makes so much sense. But the problem I, I have is thing. like, you feel like time, right? Like you're just like, like 10 years seems like it's actually not that long to me. Like it mm-hmm. feels like, like, I don't know. I'm 32 this year. Like that feel I'm like, fuck, I got eight years to figure this out. I look back like eight years. I was like, fuck, that's been a train wreck. It's like, you know what I mean? Like if that's yeah, like that's... the projection, like it doesn't give me a lot of confidence. Dude, so, 10 years ago, I was 12. Like, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you think I was trying to get after when I was 12? <laughs> yeah. yeah so like, oh. I, I just, I, it's just, so this is clearly just a mindset thing, bro. Like you gotta, <laughs> you gotta change the way that your brain has been thinking. And like that comes as you morph into the new person you're trying to be millionaire. Daniel can't think like this right now. He won't be able to. So you're going to have to shed the skin eventually. It's just your choice when you do it. 
I guess there's a fear to take a step back, even if it means taking two steps forward in the long run. This is actually perfect for, um, man, I can't even reference this on the podcast with like the listeners to understand because we had this conversation on Sunday, but what conversation? Listeners, by the way, we had a conversation. I'm I'm just gonna clue you in. We discussed the topics and or the the meaning of Kung Fu Panda. We also discussed mine and Zach's trip to Moose Jaw. You guys don't he- get to hear about it. You didn't miss out on much. Uh, we were all tired. There we go. Um, but the other thing that we talked about then was like when I was talking about goals and kind of how I had to make a shift of how I view goals, where it's like, it's it's easy to attach yourself to a monetary goal that's completely arbitrary and kind of try to kill yourself in the process where like, in fact, maybe maybe you just weren't ready to hit that goal yet or you had to structure things and do things earlier in a different way to be able to hit that goal. It's like, that doesn't mean that's out of the question for the future, but it's like, maybe it's just like a different estimation so that you shouldn't try to attach yourself to a specific, like, I guess, detailed goal, rather try to put in as much effort as you can to become the best individual possible. And now you know that family, uh, fitness, and like all those other things, those are just non-negotiables for you. So now you have to find a workaround to kind of, you know, still work towards that end goal of being a millionaire by 40 while taking those into consideration. Mm-hmm. have you got and- oh fuck man that just like that just like totally yeah have you ever seen the video of um there's a professor in a class and he's got a jar and he fills it with balls no <sighs> so, yeah, the sand. no yeah yeah i fucking I, I wish i could just yeah. pull this up right now talking about? like it's because basically he has a jar and he fills it with golf balls and then he asks the class is this jar full and they're like yeah And then he's like, okay. And then he like pours a bunch of marbles in there and they fill up the empty spots. And he's like, is this jar full now? And everyone's like, well, yeah. And then he takes a bunch of sand and like pours it in there and it's like actually full. And then he's like, so the analogy here is basically the golf balls are all the really important things in your life. And you need to make sure that those go into the jar first. And then all the other like intermediate things go in, which are the marbles. And then the sand is all the rest of the other shit. But he's like, but if you put all the sand in first, you can't fit the golf balls in. So you miss all of the things that you're like really need to get into the jar. That's a good analogy. I like that. That's yeah. awesome. So I Daniel, figure out what the golf balls are, figure out the marbles are and figure out the sand is. Yeah. And like, I, I think the one thing to think about too, dude, is I like, you just mentioned that all that shit in your past, like eight years ago. And like you're you, like the, the time thing you just example mm-hmm. you gave us. Mm-hmm. But again, like, are you not like way better off for all, all those things? And are you not like an amazing human being who just did a Spartan race, who's super jacked, reads a fuck ton of books. Everyone wants to talk to you and be around and looks at you as like a very, the wise old dude of student work. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're the guy, like, <laughs> like you're just the, you're the guy, man. And like, I, I think you're, you're, you're letting the, your past way too much like creep in here. And you got to just realize that that's irrelevant but because of all that like you're still alive you're not like out of all this the dumb shit that you did in your past and wherever you came from or whatever preconceived notions you put on yourself of age or income or debt or whatever other bullshit like that's all you no one else is thinking that and you're still here and you're still living a great fucking happy life right now 
Sounds to me like you have a lot of stories that you, you've been telling yourself about who Daniel is and who Daniel was and who Daniel's supposed to be. And also who Daniel can't be. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in terms of, you said, um, you know, you always seem to to kind of laser focus on something and everything else gets put on the back burner. And, you know, as much as it hurts in the moment, that situation keeps reoccurring for you. It's like that, that that's kind of the summary of what you said, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, Like another thing to realize is like, maybe you just haven't hit a low enough point yet. Cause it's like, I think change gets made when you just hit a absolute rock bottom. Maybe you haven't hit a point where like Megan and Mason say you down. They're like, Hey, like you've been a terrible husband and father to us. It's like, maybe what that's the point you need to hit for you to be like, fuck, okay, this can never happen again. Now, hopefully not, but maybe you just haven't experienced, had to experience that much pain for it to stick. But I guarantee you once you've, once you hit that point where, and maybe this is the point for you where you realize like, this is a non-negotiable. I definitely think that your life is going to be getting structured in a completely different way and it is going to stick in the long run. Yeah. Well, no, it's funny that you say that because I guess it's not funny, but <laughs> the fact that you say that, like it, it's true though, because like when I redirect all my focus to the business, they're very understanding mm-hmm. and they allow me to do so and they let me be selfish. And then I take a little more and I take a little more and I take a little more and I take a little more. And eventually like there's a point where I like don't give anything back, but like, they just kind of allow me to do that. And I think it's because that like we do have the conversation, like Megan will point it out if it gets really bad, but there's this little wiggle room that I get. And I think it's because there's wiggle room there that I continue to, to default. Yeah. Well, it goes the same way. Like, you know, obviously for Megan, um, it's a huge role for her to try to be as supportive as she can towards your end of things it's like maybe she just hasn't hit that rock bottom point where she's like okay i i can't tolerate this anymore like something needs to change with daniel where like that conversation hasn't been had yet mm-hmm. and i think what you're the question that I, at least what i the fear that you're hearing is there's almost a sense where you don't ever want megan to feel like you know what i wish we were just fucking broke again that way we could at least hang out and have fun like i don't even want all this money and all this bullshit stuff if i can't have you Mm-hmm. well we even had the conversation like she wanted to go camping like all summer and we just haven't done it because my weekends got consumed by like going and doing quotes because during the week it was just chaos and i couldn't fit as many quotes in as i wanted to and then i had this goal and i had to hit the number of quotes so it's like okay i'm going to start adding in quotes on sundays and like we just like haven't gone camping and we actually talked about it over the weekend she was like some of my best memories that i have with you are us going and doing these things and we don't do them anymore Mm, fuck and that hurts man you gotta go camping bro it's in the schedule so (laughs) yeah it's already it's in there so but it's just yeah i don't know Mm -hmm. no that's yeah 
I feel like that's a it's almost like it's almost like hearing like you're not currently the person that I fell in love with um and it seems like your life is changing so much where it's like yeah I don't know I think you just need to figure out like what's really important to you and where your priorities are at before you like focus on the wrong priorities and end up having to lose something else in life mm-hmm. I I promise you dude you're you're gonna hit those business goals it just might not be when you thought you're going to but you're you're gonna get there dude but mm-hmm. in terms of well, business just I think be good man don't take yourself so seriously mm-hmm I'm also kind of jealous of you. You get to run your business year round. I only got like a month left, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everyone keeps saying, oh, you run your business year round. I'm like, well, talk to me when I've done it. (laughs) 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 Fucking hasn't happened yet. So (laughs) uh, come come see me in December and we'll fucking see if we're a year round business. (laughs) Because I have no idea how I'm going to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Bro, you're heavy. You're a fucking journeyman mechanic two years ago man i remember calling you and talking to you about planning our cold calling sessions after you're done work like you're a totally (laughs) different fucking person bro and it's crazy to see yeah no thank you guys i think i have some answers so good dude thanks for sharing that too man yeah that was really good and I'm so glad we re-recorded this episode. <laughs> I wasn't even going to talk about it, but I was like, you know, I, I think it, it'll help. So, mm-hmm. Dang. And yeah, like to bring it back to like literally where this conversation started, like to be honest, Daniel, I've been having the exact same or I mean, maybe not the exact same, but I've had very similar like struggles this year where I'm like, fuck, like there's certain goals that, you know, I want to hit. And it, for me, it's more just like, because I'm trying to compress a year's worth of consistency and actions into like two months where I feel like I've been having to like almost have trade-offs um, where it's like, you know, there's been more suffering. So it's like, but that's where I think I'm fortunate because for me, it's like, I only need to balance so many things. I don't need to balance like also having a a partner that lives with me that I need to put my attention and time towards and a child, like it's just not things that I have to worry about. So right now it's like, you know, the consequences of me suffering is that I'm suffering and it's not impacting people outside of it. Uh, Actually, I shouldn't say it's not impacting, not to the same extent. I see. You were talking more about the ripple effect. Yeah. Yeah, that checks out. It's definitely a battle that it's gotten harder for me. Yeah, you're trying to grow more. Yeah. Because I want to make everything so good. And then it's like you can only do a little bit at a time. And I am fucking so impatient. <laughs> I hear you, man. I, you and I think a lot of like that, Daniel, honestly. So like, I feel like when you say this type of stuff, it just like my soul is screaming at me too. Because it's just like... I'm the same way, dude. It's it's just it's tough being patient. It really is. Very tough.
but I had a dope ass weekend. So <laughs> on a more positive note, I had so much fun. It was great. <laughs> I had a, it was a very good weekend. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, That's dude. Cool. More of it. Yeah. More of it. Daniel, I want to read you. I want to read you literally a conversation we had inside the chat that I've been thinking about very, very often, especially lately. And it's like, we had this conversation, I think like two, three weeks ago, and it's just now starting to click for me. Like in texting? Yep. Okay, um, cool. I basically started off with me saying, the amount of stress I've had lately is actually unreal. I feel like there's got to be a way to operate without it being president. And Zach said, why are you stressed? And then Brady said, stop having expectations of everything. I replied to Zach's comment with, because I'm constantly one to one and a half weeks away from being out of work. I need to book and produce more each week than I've consistently been able to before. Need way more leads than what I'm getting and can't underperform if I want to have an opportunity for the future. Then I replied to Brady's thing. And I said, can you give me an example? And this is what he replied. Most people usually stress because they aren't getting the results they want. They have an expectation of if they do X amount of work, they should get X result. And then they stress if they don't get X result. Therefore, know and understand what you have to do to hit your goals. Put in the work and effort to hit your goals, but don't get attached to the outcome slash results. And that's where I think you're at. I think you need to let go of expectations of how things should be and just set a goal, understand what it's going to take to hit that goal and what trade-offs might have to happen. Put in that work but don't have any expectation of if you do that work, that's the result you're going to get. Yeah, there's definitely some expectations happening for sure. Because when I look at like my stats from this year to last year and the amount of shit that I've done this year and the results that I've gotten from it, I'm just like, what is happening? <laughs> like It just doesn't add up in my yeah. brain. Because you're expecting results. Yeah, because I'm, yeah, exactly. Remember what uh, what Alex, Alex H said? <laughs> <laughs> he said, just, just put your head down and just put in the work and expect nothing, right? So yeah. Expect nothing for the first full year. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. No, that, that Long saying last name is many more, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of crazy, though, because this year, like, I've literally done double my cold call hours. Last year, I did 218. This year, I've done... 472 hey daniel good job like i've sent out double the money letters like i've literally put in double the inputs and i have less results from it and i think that's why my brain is just like falling apart because i'm like how the fuck can i do so much and still not be where i want to be and when you do it again next year people are gonna be fucking sick of red and they're gonna have to give you the <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I've had to do a lot of like letting go of expectations because even what I was talking about on the call before this about like my average job size, like my average job size has been plummeting like our leads per hour and like both our leads from um, other sources like money letters, flyers, um, just referrals, all of that and cold calling have just been taking a huge dive in July. And it's like, I feel like I'm putting in so much more work um, than previous weeks in the summer but the the work I'm putting in isn't necessarily equivalent to the results that I was expecting to get. So there's been a lot of like 
having to let go of expectations and like, you know, for the rest of this year, we're just going to put in as much work as possible. And wherever I end up is wherever I end up. Yeah. I think that's the, I think that's kind of the answer to the question for me at this point is like, I'm just going to have to figure out what makes the most sense for me and, and do the work that I know I can do. And wherever we end up, we end up. Yep. There you go. Because Daniel, what was the point of you starting a business? I enjoy business. I like like running. I for me the biggest the thing that I like the most is coaching and like working with people and making them better. That's the part that like gets me excited about the business and like meeting new people, talking to clients, like new atmospheres, just like the general, um, the unknown with business makes me excited. And then there was also the monetary side of things where it's like, I saw it as an avenue to potentially make more money than if I stayed in a job. So those would probably be the key things. That was why I was like, yeah, you know, let's start a business. This seems great. And more control over my time as well, actually. Like, I guess in a Mm -hmm. sense that that might be counterintuitive. Like that's probably like, you know, I think long-term you get more control over your time. I think short-term you actually lose control over your time a little bit. Um, But being able to like set my own schedule, so to speak, and not being like confined to like, you come to work at nine, you leave at five and you make X amount of dollars. You know, what's funny, Daniel. I don't know if you cut onto the irony in that, but two things, control and time both of which if you were just in a regular job you could have done more of than where you're at right now with how you've set things up yeah that's what i mean yeah that's what i was talking about yeah i'm like long term i think maybe but short term especially like if you're trying to build it and everyone keeps telling me that and for some reason it's just not getting through my thick fucking skull like because i'm just like i'm just like fuck (laughs) why isn't this happening faster you know like this should be easier for some reason like that's what you want to believe and it's just not the case like if you're setting up a business in the early stages it's gonna suck and i keep forgetting that yeah and i I think just also dude just let this be like that deep either but like you left student works after doing two years there's a reason that they have a lot of the the reasons for it being a four-year thing to go to ProWorks or to be a DM or whatever. And it's not that that really means anything, but you're still only a third year. This is like your maybe 12th month painting or 13th or 14th month actually running production. Yeah. You've been running a business technically for just a little bit over a year. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Yeah, that's fair. So it's going to get easier. Does that help alleviate some some concerns and give you a direction to work in? It does. I think I just have to, like, I don't know, I might pull some of these sticky notes off my hutch here and just, like, put the really important things just right fucking here so I can see them every day. Because I think I lost sight of what it was I was trying to do in the pursuit of a monetary goal. Well, it's also, like, what's in your schedule? Like, uh, Zach and I were having that conversation on the way. Uh, when we were having your drive where it's like, he was like, yeah, like my relationship is super important to me. And I was like, oh, like, do you guys have like weekly date nights? And he was like, no, like I don't have those. And I was like, 
I asked him how come, and he said because like business has been getting in the way. And my follow up question was like, is it scheduled into your calendar? And he said no. And something that I actually caught that I want to ask you about is because like I think it was last episode we were chatting. Yeah, and I said I just fit it in around. See, what happened is originally I had them scheduled, and then business started getting weird, and so I slowly started taking stuff out of the schedule yep. so until like, like there was fucking nothing left. Yeah, like the gym was one of those where I asked you, like, when you work out, and you said, when I have time, which it's like, you know, it, it's the same thing that I was talking about. It's like, if time is the constraint for you doing something that seems like it's a really big value for you. It's like the second time gets used up or starts to starts to get busier, then like that's not being done. So you're setting aside a core value. So I think it's like really important for you to understand what your core values are. Keep them front of mind, like you said, with, uh, with sticky notes or however you want to do that, but also just have them scheduled in so you know they're getting done. Same with time with family. Just have those be non-negotiables. Yeah. I think the hard thing is I also I've attached a lot of my self-worth to my business mm-hmm. and that's tricky to separate from because and I know it's going to sound stupid. I feel like I have no value if I don't run a successful business. And I know that's not the case. And I know my family's still going to love me and like I I understand all these things, but there's some tiny little part of me that is like, if I don't like hit this goal or I don't make X amount of dollars, like I'm not good enough. I think you said that, you know, you know, nobody else would think that and your family wouldn't think that your family would still love you. I think where it comes from is like, you would think that if you ran a smaller business, you would probably judge yourself and make that mean something and tell yourself, you know, this is who Daniel is as a person because of this. Or maybe you even one step further judge other people for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually don't care about other people's business. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. I have, like, I have zero. Like, run, run a ten thousand dollar business. Run a two million dollar. We're trying to come off real. I, yeah. I really, for, I don't give a fuck. Other people. But I definitely, <laughs> I definitely think that in my own mind, like I feel like a failure to myself if I don't hit those those things. Mm-hmm. Let go of expectations. Yeah. Brady, you learn anything new this week? Every week I learn something new, man. What are, what Always are learning. Said? Have you, um, have you worked on or I guess thought more about that idea that you were t- talking to us about, uh, about programming your mind? Oh yeah. Do you have any like new thoughts about that? Or just oh, like programming your... my mind? Yeah. Yeah. I got rid of, I got, um, rid of a lot of, um, um, a lot of certain thoughts. Hmm. Can you give me an example? How do you get rid of certain thoughts? Um, like perspective has changed on situations, on the way one should go about living their life. I just start laughing at the thoughts. I, I find myself, especially late at night, I'll be like laying in bed 
and I'll have like, it happened last night actually. And I was just, I, I feel like I totally had like a 180. My brain, it was weird. And I'm like, whoa, I'm like getting back to this like negative self-talk thing. And I just started laughing at myself and I'm like, dude, I thought you had this figured out already. I was like, whoops, I guess I creeped in it again. Well, that's a stupid thing again. And I just like, I was like, yeah, well, yeah. I'm just going to start being like my best friend again and be nice to myself again. Mm-hmm. And I've had a fucking sick day today. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, Yeah, that's that's really good, Scott. You just like flip it. You make a negative and a joke and then it's positive. Yeah. And then you laugh, you get whatever dopamine or whatever and then it goes away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to, to answer your question like more fully, um, when I talk to people, I understand, I try to understand where they're coming from and they get their perspective. And then if I agree with them or disagree with them, I think, why do I agree or disagree? And then I think back to where I got that perspective. Mm-hmm. I like that. So like, let's just take an example. Let's take an example. Let's say one person says they believe in marriage. The other person doesn't. Um, if the person like disagreed, I'd, I'd want to understand like why, let's say I don't, I don't want to understand like, why do they believe in marriage? And then look at their perspective and understand why they believe in it. And if I talk to someone that doesn't believe in marriage, I'd want to understand their perspective and why they believe in it. And most times, if you think about it, it goes to their perspective of their of their life, of what they've experienced. Mm-hmm. And or if they haven't experienced it, it's something that they've heard from someone that they deem is influential to them, to them that they mm-hmm. aspire to be like them. Totally. Yeah. So I've had to do a lot of reprogramming these past two weeks about my opinions and thoughts on things. I feel like it's made you more talkative individual too. I'll be honest. Yeah, because I'm going to be honest, man. Yeah, because I have less judgment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool, dude. Yeah, because like now, now I'm because like be honest, man. Like way before, like let's say a year ago, I would talk to people, but I would talk to them as if like I wanted to hear what they would say and then hear if they were wrong. Like I thought my opinions yeah. were right and they were wrong. Whereas now I'm like, okay, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm wrong. Like, why do they think this way? And then why do I think this way? And then trying to understand. And it's really good that I've come across a skill to, to think this thought process way. Um, it just it's helped me in, in everything. Better, like, better understanding, better conversations, better understanding. And I've gotten rid of a lot of, I won't say negative or bad, like, opinions on things. I just got rid of certain opinions and changed perspectives on things. Just like removed attachment to meaning. Always learn and move forward. Yeah, like, like I'm just gonna say for for example, like let's just, let's just say one of my opinions were don't buy cat cats are like no 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 hate on cats, especially that. Like saying like let's say well it's it's not, but let's say one of my opinions were like, Oh, cats are the worst pets ever. I've never had a cat. I my opinion is like now like why why do I think that? And it's like, oh, because like maybe when I was a kid, like a cat scratched me or something like that, I don't like cats for that reason but cats aren't bad like cats are completely fine it's like i've become self-aware of why i think the way i think like the alex ramosi quote i was trying to find it here but i I can't find it um where he talks about how it it's incredibly difficult to understand and to have a negative emotion such as like judgment or anger Mm -hmm. towards the situation like if uh if let's say you're really upset with how someone handled it, if you try to really understand the fact that, you know, if you were that person with the exact same kind of, I guess, genes and mental makeup as them, 
and you were raised in the exact same situations as them, you would be acting in that exact same way. So it's like mm -hmm. understanding where they're coming from, I think takes away a lot of the emotion from it. Yeah. And an impor uh, more important on that topic is what John actually called me out on was um, before you try to understand other people, you need to understand yourself. Mm. So I had to really take the, like I took like a full on week of just like watching vi like videos and, and reading stuff, trying to like, how can I understand why I think the way I think and where my opinions come from? So yeah, shout out to John for calling me out. Cause he's, he's like, Brady, he's like, he's like, you gotta stop like, basically like like i was trying to like just like meet with all these new people and like have conversations and like ask them questions like trying to understand their life but, like i couldn't even understand why i was thinking the way i was thinking so yeah hmm. was That's it the? Uh, oh sorry i was just gonna say was it the the luke belmer uh, podcast that you sent that were kind of mainly centered around understanding yourself or was, it, or was there other things yeah the luke belmer reprogram your mind yeah that was a big one yeah 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 and like how yeah like not letting society program you and you program yourself mm -hmm. that's a big one yeah like a, a lot of these people have are just because they see the news and they just believe it yeah i think also a big thing is like um because i was re-listening to to that episode and like i don't think we made the distinction that like programming your mind is something that's a continuous thing it's not that you program yourself to be an individual and that's who you are it's continuously ongoing and it happens every single day that you have to be conscious. Oh, yeah. yeah, man, you like guaranteed it in six months that, that you can be a completely different human being in six months. Mm. If you switched everything you consumed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Interesting stuff. Trying to become more powerful. <laughs> He's just collecting infinity rings. Well, that, that's what I was going to tell you guys. The, the, sorry, what did you say, Tyler? So you're just collecting infinity stones. <laughs> Low key, yeah. I got four. Okay. <laughs> what are the two? Uh, the question I was going to ask you guys, like, what do you believe is the most, uh, what would I ask, most valuable resource in the world? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what, what are all your guys' answers? I'm actually curious. I said time. Tyler, what was your answer? I said time. No, Scott, your first answer. No, I'm just joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a time, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, that's funny. Yeah, no one else answered. I was like... Yeah, I did. I, hold on, hold on. I'm just going to... Maxwell didn't really answer. Maxwell is uh, whatever they're uh, deficient in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most deficient in. Why, why is that not, not an answer? I was pretty happy with that answer. Oh, fair enough. So there's no oxygen. I guess right? it would be oxygen if I was in space. No, no, because it's like if if you no. So where I was coming from with that is like, you know, Skylar, your your answer, you said time. Yeah. Okay. And Brady, the question was, uh, what is the most important resource? Resource. Now, what do you believe is the okay. most important resource in the world? Yeah. So essentially, yeah. With that, someone who's let's say. 15 and has all the time in the world mm. to them time is not going to be the most important resource i see yeah i see what you're saying so however to someone who's 90 and on their deathbed time is going to be the most important resources so that's why i said it depends on what you lack oh. on the most i just thought i just took it as a direct question for us like now <laughs> was that the question brady did i just misinterpret it no the question was what do you believe in your personal opinion is the most important resource in the world 
so, general okay. in the world. But don't take resource like to a T though. Like you could say like like status or like friendships, for example, or family or something, for example. Like like what's the most important like thing in the world? Yeah. So so yeah. Love. Same answer. Love. Mm. Love. Yeah, and I'm gonna throw that out there with this being um very interesting for me because when I did the six human needs test, love was mm-hmm. my lowest thing. So the yes. fact that I'm the fact that I'm saying that is a little bit ironic. But okay, so we got love, love, and time. Wait, love, love, yeah. and time. Yeah, Daniel and Max had love and sky's the time. No, no, mine's not love. What do you mean? No, what's yours, Max? He he's cold hearted. Yeah. Yeah, I said what? <laughs> no, I said it's whatever. Max is like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> you will like just give an actual answer because I do. We all agree with that, obviously. That's my, like a resource. You, okay, but hold <laughs> on. Are you asking for me specifically, though? Is that yeah, the question? Yes, what do you, yes, you want to hear your yeah, opinion? Okay. Yes. Okay. Fuck. Give me like two seconds. Circle around. Ready? Let's That's hear cool. it. Sorry. Drop, let's hear it and let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. What's yours? Well, if I say mine, I, I don't know if Max would, Max would change. I, I don't want to say mine last. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on. Figured, I figured, yeah. No one's, no one said mine. Mm-hmm. Power. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so, it's going to be so simply beautiful and I can't wait to hear it, honestly. Health. Hey, can you guys like chat about some, I just want to give like a good accurate answer. Just chat about <laughs> something else. Oh my, no, you're overthinking it, bro. You just got to say the first thing like, that comes to your mind. mind. What is it? Luscious locks flowing out the back of your head. Oh. Long, never mind. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I don't like the no, Are you gonna say that? <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. This recording's too good. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Max is singing too hard. My my mind j- jumps to achievement slash respect. So respect. There you go. That's a good one. Respect's a good one. Yeah. I'm gonna, so yeah, I'm gonna say power. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Goes on to something of the infinity stones there. <laughs> <laughs> well, what comes with power? Everything else. Everything. Yeah. Exactly. If like look look at back in the king's days, who who had the most, who had the most power, the strongest army, had the most land, had the most gold, had the most wealth, had the most everything. Had the most time, like everything. Well, not most time actually. Theor- theoretically, everyone's the same age; they have the same amount of time. Everyone's twenty four hours in a day, but like, depending on what they do, though, like if one needs to work, one doesn't need to work. But like, you get the gist of it. But like the answers, like everybody's is different. I'm just curious what you guys' thoughts were. That's, That's my thoughts. I thought it was a cool question. I start asking people because most people say time or money. Most people mm-hmm. say time. Actually, time is the most used one. I've asked people. Time, most people say time, which is very interesting. But they, but then again, Scott, like, why? Why do you say time? Where'd you get this from? That time's the most valuable resource. Because I just love life and want more of it. Fair enough. But who has told you that time's the most valuable resource? Myself. Where do those thoughts come from? Probably some hey. podcast or some bullshit, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some influencer. Because <laughs> for me, I was thinking about time and where that came from for me was that one video. I think we might have even sent it uh, in the podcast where it's like, or in the group chat where it's like, uh, you know, 
if I said, hey, Brady, you get $10 million, oh, yeah, you're actually going to die tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you yeah. take it? No. Yeah. Okay, so time is more important than money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the video, video. the video slaps. Mm. I gave you $10 million but right now, but you don't get to wake if, up tomorrow. <laughs> but if I was 103 years old and I lived in three centuries, I might consider it. <laughs> That's why I said whatever you lack the most of. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if I was dirt broke, hundred three years old, yeah, I consider it. I'm like, oh fuck, ten million dollars, boom, have a blast of a day, and then head out. (laughs) Which for me, it's something. It's interesting that for me, my my brain instantly jumped to respect. I think there's that's good though. A lot of no, I'm not saying it's not a great value. It's the fact. Yeah, it's the fact that. That what that's kind of at first glance what I feel like I'm lacking the most of. I think there's a lot of self reflection to be done there. So have you guys like no, like noticed something of all of our answers? Oh yeah, it's what it's kind of like what we're. Scott's right. It's it's what it's what it's what we want most. Yeah, yeah, and that'll change. Because as... Daniel was literally talking to a love like an hour ago, bro. Saying how he he, he <laughs> loved hanging out with Megan, he loved spending time with his family. He he had so much fun, yeah. And then Max wants more respect now, so he's doing what he does and working hard to get more respect. Scott, you want more time because you yeah. just like have fun and yeah. And I I do what I do because because yeah. He wants to rule the universe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brady, why are you scrambling my fucking mind, right? <laughs> oh, man, imagine if we just like yeah, left that Sunday school. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's kind of you should title the podcast that question. That'd be cool. No question. Yeah, fuck yeah. Title the podcast that question. That'd be fun. What's what which question? What's the most valuable resource? What is the most what do you believe is the most and put you in all caps? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, Brady, Daniel's going to be out of a job here pretty soon. You can't just be (laughs) (laughs) episode names. (laughs) Well, to be fair, the because I always write down title names as we have these conversations. And my title name was originally I had what matters, which is just a shortened version of the question Brady just asked. (laughs) Which we're insane. Fair enough, man. Yeah. Fair enough, man. It's right there. See? That's cool. Yeah, because I always try and think like as we have these conversations, I try and think of like, okay, what do we talk about? Titles, things like that. And I always take notes of the conversations that we have because sometimes I need to look back and that's how I end up with all these sticky notes up here. Mm-hmm. And then once oh. I feel like I've got it, I fucking take it down and then a new sticky note goes up. And Man, this this is a good conversation. This is fire. Brady, I just had like, fuck. Oh. What happened next? So, fuck. Oh, okay. Hold on. So I basically, um, I think it was it was literally yesterday where I re-listened to our episode and I was like, okay, like I'm constantly programming my mind. Like I need to be much more aware of it. And it's like that's the con that you've been sending that I've been kind of trying to consume of. Like basically, what you put in is what you get out. And as you guys know, like my absolute worst guilty pleasure is Netflix. So I threw on like a background uh, movie and it was, this is the end and funny, you know, funny movie, whatever starts off with uh, Seth Rogen, like the other guy um, sitting around watching TV and smoking weed. 
And as soon as that came on, I turned it off and I was like, nope, I'm, I'm programming my mind. And I turned on like more of a kind of business, uh, business movie that I wanted to watch instead. And I was thinking about that there and I was like, okay, but like, what's the balance with like, you know, not indulging in like, you know, those, I guess, fun movies and stuff like that. It's like, am I taking myself too seriously there? And then I had that moment where I'm like, wait, where is that belief coming from? Who, Like whose words are those that me watching fun movies is something that needs to be implemented into my life? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah, Self-awareness. Super important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. Daniel was like, he's like, like, holy fuck. (laughs) I didn't expect this when I came to happen. I'm just like, I'm kind of really glad that we were here recording. Man, these, I'm telling you, these midweek conversations are slaps, man. We all got energy. It's like right in the heat of all of our shit. It's awesome. Yeah, Tuesday's not a bad day, man. I would, um, I think we should revisit, like, right now might be a bit of a tough change to make, like, mid season, but like, after our painting businesses like kind of start to slow down here towards the fall, we might, I think we should kind of revisit the idea of doing like even maybe an early Sunday call rather than evening call. Yeah. Yes, we can revisit this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. We'll, we'll be snowboarding a lot on many snowboarding trips this weekend or on many weekends over the off season too. Just heads up. In Kona? In Kona? Lake Louise. It's one of my favorite things to do in the off season. I yearn for it. I think the goal is to have all the guys out into Kelowna within the next five years. (laughs) (laughs) Skylar, you were chatting about it. Zach and I were chatting about it. (laughs) Group migration. (laughs) Hold the sack, baby. Yeah, when I was boating there, it was so cool. They like they took their boats, and I didn't realize like learned what actual boating is. It was sick. You just like go up your buddies, and you all get your boats together, and you tie them together, and you just like float in the water and hang out. Like that's pretty fucking cool. Imagine like five boats just all tied in a circle. (laughs) That's jumping, swimming, listening to music, chilling in the sun. Yeah. Oh, that'd be dope. One day. Yep. One day we'll get there. We'll get there. Fabulous stuff, boys. Well, I'm getting antsy as fuck sitting in this chair <laughs> for as long as I have this evening. So I need to go for a walk and go see what the sun looks like. That's probably down. <laughs> no, yeah, it's still out. It's still out. It's still get out there. I guess sure. we're like four hours in right yeah, now. Yeah, well, because <laughs> we had a call before this call. Yeah, this has been dope though. Yeah, it was it was well worth it. I'm glad that we did not release the other one. <laughs> Yeah, just that. What do you What do you mean, Dan? The, the exist, difference, yeah. the quality, so bad. <laughs> the quality of our conversations, just like the contrast that you played it, and like if you just listen to that one and then this one, it's, so it's like bad. our worst episode to our best episode. Holy fuck, dude! There's there was a bad yeah. Well, when three people out of the five are completely fucking dead, like it was so bad. 
Like, I just, like, grinded for the entire weekend and then it's like, let's have a fucking meaningful conversation and my brain's not in my head at all. Yeah, Zach and I were on the road literally the entire day, like, after, like, a night of sleep in a wet tent that was being flooded. Like, <laughs> it's just not it. Not the time to have a conversation. I know, it was it was weird. It felt like Brady was the most chatty person on the call. <laughs> like, hey, shut the fuck up. I'm like, no, it's kidding. <laughs> yeah, see, no, no one's going to believe that call existed because that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a myth. I don't know. Daniel was pretty chatty at the at the start of that call. <laughs> uh, okay okay uh, i said nothing uh, yeah that's oh. spend some wisdom yeah dude i was just, I was just spitting fire i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> literal fire yeah that episode got burned yeah you know okay next time we have an episode where i like nearly cancel us i think we should also like delete it <laughs> i don't know why we've been releasing those <laughs> oh, <man>. oh god <laughs> do we want do we want to do quotes i i honestly don't have any new quotes since sunday oh, we should still say the ones that we yeah, said we should, on like, sunday re-say them. we should re-say them because they were good there was a couple good ones in there for the listeners I'll pretend to have like a genuine reaction and surprise to all the quotes again. To be fair, <laughs> I forgot all the quotes. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair play. Oh. Except for, oh, except for this one. I remember this one because we, we had like a weird argument about it. It wasn't an argument. But we debated it. You are perfect the way you are. And there is still room for improvement. Yeah, I'd like to debate that. So, because <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Brady nope, was like, he's just like, nope. I was like, what? <laughs> just a one word answer wrong. shut down. <laughs> no, nope. incorrect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say mine. <laughs> My quote is not, not good. Um, the other ones I put up in here was, uh, "Never be the prisoner of your past. Be the architect of your future." Mm. yeah that one still slaps and sometimes when you're in a dark place and you think you've been buried but you've actually been planted mm-hmm. oh that's fire yeah that one that one's good christine kane yeah reference brady why did you say you're not gonna say yours yeah <laughs> eh. not, not worth it he's yeah. like yeah fuck it it's all good and I was gonna hear your quote and go, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all it was. He just didn't want us to nope him. Yeah. Oh man, I put one more in the chat like recently. Yeah. And he's yeah, like, I, I remember that. You didn't title it though. <laughs> I know I fucked up. I, I'm scrolling. Oh, okay. for that. oh, never mind. I found them both. Um this one I think just is kind of um it's interesting. It's from The Art of Resilience by Ross Edgley. Um, the young do not know enough to be prudent and therefore attempt the impossible and achieve it generation after generation. Um, he was referring to a lot of like, um, there was a, like the guy that first broke the four minute mile and the first person to swing across the English channel and stuff like that. They were all just young bucks that were like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> Lego beliefs. Yeah. And uh, the second one I have here. Uh, it's from Bridget Ann Hennish. I think I'm saying that right. It is the nature of man to build the most complicated cage of rules and regulations in which to trap himself 
and then with equal ingenuity and zest to bend his brain to the problem of wriggling triumphantly out again. Basically, we put ourselves in cages and then find a way to break out of them. Yep. Which honestly might apply to the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Life is hard. Believing it should be easy makes it harder. Also applies to our conversation. Yes, it does. Um, and then the other two are more tweets rather than quotes. Uh, first one is, people with a lot of self-discipline don't actually have more willpower. They figure out how to alter their environment ahead of time to make it easy for them later. So it's not about resisting the cookies right now. It's about removing them from sight two days ago. And then the second one is sadness comes from a lack of options. It's a feeling of hopelessness. Whenever I get that feeling, I like to think this is ignorance, not sadness. It means I don't know enough and that I can control. I feel like the quotes hit different depending on the conversation we yeah. had before that. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Every once in a while, a quote just lines up with the conversation, and it's like, yeah. Brady Skyler, do you guys have any? No, not today. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, you dropped already. Yeah, yeah. We'll, let, we'll let you get away with it because you're handsome. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> clip it clip it for the instagram <laughs> all right well thank you everybody for tuning in to this sunday recording of the prime five episode first take you know we did we did it live so glad we didn't have to re-record this one um hope you guys learned something new hope you took something away go get after it this week go get that money and we'll see you next Monday. Peace. Hey, everyone. You've been listening to the Prime 5 Podcast with your hosts, Max, Skyler, Brady, Zach, and Dan. If you're enjoying the show, remember to smash that like button and share with your friends. If you want to follow us or get more info, head over to our Instagram page at Prime5Pod, check us out, and shoot us a DM. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.